The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. And now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam Edwards. Greetings from the near frontier. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool here on the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards at the kitchen table. We're joined by Zelda, the gigantic puppy who's asleep nearby. Uh, Bullet, the wonder dog, who's kind of crouched beneath the dining room table. And then, of course, the one and only Missy. Uh, Ruffy's asleep. Oh, yeah. He's by the door. He's like the most antisocial dog, considering he's like a lap dog. Yeah. He's uh, like the anti lap dog. Right. Missy is here as well, which is uh, lovely. And uh, we also have this. um, Sorry. Finally. Yeah, no. And the last animal that we have is this uh, enormous elephant in the room. And it's about 800 pounds. And uh, we've decided the best thing to do is to just ignore that elephant for a while uh, for a while until you know the uh, big game hunter uh, comes around in a few days we meet with the big game hunter uh, nice who can actually uh, help us uh, deal with the elephant here, and, that's, so. and that's been moved up to closer than the original time right so it was supposed to be uh, next week it's going to be uh, end of this week this so week. Um, next podcast we'll probably talk a little bit more about it but uh, until then we're not and we have a lot of stuff to actually do talk about because you know what good yeah. on us Oh, we had a crazy busy weekend, but just as a little addendum to what we just said, quit asking me. Okay, yeah, I was supposed I, to. You were supposed to be my filter for that. And I'm not that. the nicest person on the planet. <laughs> I really, I, I love the outpouring of, I'm going to cry. This is why I told you to stop asking me. I love the outpouring of support and prayers and affection, but right now, just keep it quiet I don't I, I'm trying not to think of it and our busy weekend was a really good exercise and trying not to think of it because when I think about it I freak out and I get worried and I start panicking and I think that oh the world you know I'm feeling like yeah, yeah, we're not going to we're, we're not going to do that so there were there don't say anything to that elephant so, don't attend don't you know yes. so, so, that's, so think of it as your your Christmas white elephant like that's the fun game right <laughs> exactly. when there's the white elephant at the Christmas things you bring the most awkward weird present ever just think of me as the most awkward weird <laughs> present ever and just you know keep you know sending your thought, positive thoughts because uh, okay. I appreciate them absolutely I, I really do yes and we're gonna but no more talk no more talk okay change All right. so yeah so we had an amazing weekend that yeah. had a full list of like stuff we you know needed to get done we, and it was stuff that we really did need to get we, done we totally was, got our to-do list our honey-do list completely finished i mean like it was like for me i i cooked all say all say day saturday even though it was only for five people but thursday. it was thursday yeah sorry uh saturday was a whole different kind of cooking um <laughs> so i cooked all day thursday to make sure that we had a really nice dinner mm-hmm. um and it was a really uh, nice dinner it was good we had way too much left over but and i and it was funny as i saw a meme today like oh mom it looks great but all that work for five dollars at the store i'm like okay yeah i'm, I'm kind of guilty and then i cooked a really big beautiful new york cheese pumpkin that's a really great mm-hmm. cooking pumpkin and i made a pie and you made, but you made soup. But I made cream of pumpkin soup, and Which I still have really one good. pumpkin left, so I'm going to probably freeze it and make it into pumpkin whoopie pies and other things okay. later. But, yeah, but, yeah, there, there's a lot of – it's it's kind of crazy how much work – like, I'm the only cook, so – 
it's an all day cooking thing, and then dinner's over in like thirty minutes. It's kind of. But we do eat for but days only, afterwards. I know, but it's because dinner isn't for us. Like when you have a dinner for thirty people, right. dinner is a lot longer. Yeah. You're sitting, you're talking, you're totally. eating. And for us, it's just we sit down, we say our thanks, we have dinner, and then thirty minutes later, I'm like. What just happened? <laughs> Slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's how, kind of how I, I feel, but, you know, it was know. good. I'm proud. Like, dinner was yummy. It was a delicious It was, it was a delicious good. meal. I didn't make too many. I, I, I showed significant restraint, and I made a pie for the five of us. You did, and so, and the and the pie is I think it's gone. gone now. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, kid uh, uh, four had the very last. Yeah, he said he was and going second for, the last piece. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he said he was going for it, which is good because he's really not a sweet kid. He's not a sweet kid. So, and he's a, he's got issues with texture, right? So, and so was, with pumpkin so pie, you with know. the yeah, you know, it was good. It's a good he, thing if right. he ate it. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Thanksgiving dinner was delicious and amazing, and then uh, Friday. What was our project? Well, on Friday, Friday was you cleaning out your office and me sleeping in. Actually. That's right. That and then, was, I, that and then I worked on the house. You know, I worked on house stuff for the rest of the day. But yeah. you got your office cleaned out. Yeah. I got to sleep in because yep. I worked all day on Thursday. But Saturday. Saturday. Okay. So Saturday was pretty awesome. This was, we've been talking about, you know, processing these two boys that keep getting out. Yes. And, and they are troublemakers. And, you know, they knocked up. One of at least one. Yeah. We have we have we have a problem, and there might be somebody who knows better about hogs than us. Yeah, this is so, a foolish question. This is week. a really really crazy question. So, w- I thought visibly that two of our older AGH sows were pregnant. One of them would have been smog her second pregnancy, right. Smog and Cottontail. And Smog and Cottontail are sisters, so they're both AG hogs. And we thought they got knocked up by. Um, either the brother-nephew, which mm-hmm. was an A.G. Ossobile mix. And so the weirdest thing happened. Like, So we went out there um, Friday a couple of weeks ago because it, we were expecting freezing cold temperatures and we knew we were going to have some expectant pigs. And we built a run-in, and it's been great because it faces the sun and it dries out every day, so we don't have a problem with moisture. And so as we're building it, I hear the... <laughs> Little tiny snuffle noises, and I was like, oh, bleep, I think we already have piglets. And lo and behold, we had piglets that were under in a little nest that was built underneath the tree that was right near where we were building the run-in. So it was a good thing, but it was not a good thing because that meant that we bleeped up. We should have, like gotten rid of those two boys or castrated those way, two boys yeah, yeah, yeah. way long right. ago. So, so now okay. we have piglets and right, possibly but, other pregnant hogs. Well, okay, so that was your question. You had the question because one hog, One hog, actually. The so mom. We thought there were two pregnant. Right. And Smog the mom visibly... Is smaller now. It's was smaller that Friday, yeah. and she had a bloody end. Yeah. And you kind of look like, hmm, tiny newborn hogs... This smallness, but what's been weird is she didn't come into milk. She's not the one nursing them. It's her sister who doesn't seem to be pregnant anymore, but she's still feeding all the babies and they're growing, they're gaining, they're doing great. So did Cottontail have a false pregnancy aligned with Smog's actual pregnancy? And is this sort of like a a nursemaid thing? And does this happen with pigs? My theory is that... 
that Smog, the one who did not have kids, yeah. is actually still pregnant. She's just not as far along, but her milk has already come in. And but she assumed a mother position. But her stomach is not her dragging brain. the ground like it was before uh, okay. Smog had her babies. That's I what guess. I'm saying. They're both sucked up significantly. Yeah. And Smog uh, and Cottontail was always a fat hog. Right. But it's weird. So it is now I strange. can't. Butcher either of them because I don't know who's feeding the babies. We have to at least wait for another another, five weeks. Yeah, right. Until we have yummy little Uh, suckling pigs. Suckling pigs. Yeah, we're down to seven. We went from ten to seven. Um, One, I'm not really not sure what happened. We think uh, birds might have gotten it like in the first couple of days because the 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 holes in the electronet are tiny, but we saw a lot of. Um, I saw from the distance, like a lot, a lot of big birds, kind of in the pen at one point. Like, but I thought it was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and then we had a couple get squished squash. in the uh, in the in the pen at night. They all, call, they all hog pile is a right. term for a reason. So, yeah. so um, so Saturday. We, I tell you what, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll, we'll talk, talk about all Saturday. about Saturday. So stick around. There is a much more Forty Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network coming up right after this. Forty Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. How many times did your dad tell you? Don't rape, rape the infected, infected donkey. donkey. Rape the non-infected right. donkeys. Exactly. You idiot. The donkey has been ordered to slaughter to avoid further <laughs> risk of spreading the disease. Oh, sure. Blame it, it on, on the donkey. donkey. Listen, maybe why the donkey, take maybe it out a, on the ass? It was a good-looking donkey. I was going to say, maybe the donkey was asking for it. The Morning Blaze. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back here to 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards, Miss E, and uh, I forgot Friday, I actually uh, took down all oh, the dead peppers and tomatoes. You so pulled out all garden. the dead plants, so the garden is all cleared out for next year, yep. so we're ready to go. Yep. Oh, we're one step closer to being ready. Um, well, yeah. First step done. Anyway, so Saturday was the main event. Right, Saturday was the day that the hogs, yeah, yeah, those two uh, went off to freezer camp. So they were born March fifteenth, so not okay. too terribly big. Agh Osabau mix, mm-hmm. um, really lean. They were really, really lean, and uh, one of my friends said, "What did you get out of it?" I'm like, I didn't recognize how much I was picking up, and I know the weights of the finished cuts that I have. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot of big meats, you know. No, I mean, it wasn't it was, a big hog, right? Probably uh, hundred pounds, maybe with all the bones, maybe right. eighty pounds. Like I was picking it up about no, maybe not even sixty to seventy, because to me it felt like a sack of feed. Okay, because I could pick, I could pick it up by its hind legs, and we were able to get it up on the table. Yeah, I mean they were pretty small, but here's the thing: like <laughs> they were assholes, right? They had to go. They had to go. They were trying to bleep everything that was here. We should have had them were the, in a while the back. Only two that were getting out. No, the only two yeah. that were interested in getting out of the electronet. Like everybody else was like, "Oh no, that hurts." These two were like, "I don't care." Right. And I think that was part of the testosterone, to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So we got you know you got some uh, we got some ribs. I got, got a couple of small hams. I got two hams. I deboned. So so we did two, but I had my friend come with me. I had my friend come over because it's not something you can do. She gave a plug to her Instagram. And it's Dirty Knees Farm is her at Dirty Knees Farm is her Instagram account, and she is awesome. She's, she's rocking the Instagram, by the way. Yeah, she's got lots of followers. She's um she's got a great garden. She does organic, but she can't be certified because you know it's a pain in the butt. But she doesn't use chemicals. She's all about getting it done the right way. She's really good about soil maintenance and whatever. Um, I think right now she's growing some cruciferous uh, cabbages and stuff for somebody near uh, Richmond who's doing fermented foods. So she's got something going on with that. And I think next year um, she's using her hogs to do what we did the first year. Rototill out some new areas. They're moving the electron in around okay. so that they rototill new, new areas around. And so that next year she wants to do a... Um, is it CSA like the, uh, the, the, the share thing yeah. um, and she grows all kinds of stuff some things are like eh, I don't want kale but I like the hot peppers <laughs> and the tomatoes and the other things and the green beans and stuff so I'm like yeah I'll take that but please keep the kale away from me yeah, but, um, so anyway so she came out and she processes her own chickens all the time mm-hmm. and she also went through a butchering class with the same person that I did right. and so we were like we could do this we, we've got this and she's so great she, she was like you are so great you got the, the, the you got the finesse of the knife. I can get down there in the guts. So the, between the two of us, we were like a whoa, woman power right. team. So it worked out really well. We were man- we managed to break them down within like three hours, mm-hmm. I think, beginning to end. And we broke them down to just like big manageable pieces to ice them as quickly as possible. So it's more of a gut skin cut. Ice. Yeah. Meanwhile, I uh, I, I dispatched the hogs and yes. uh, and I was your I was your helper. I was holding up. Oh yeah. And, you know, you were doing awesome. Them, like so. you know, helping with the you know holding things open so we could get to the better cuts, splaying the legs out so we could do the hams out better. And and even you said you're like it wasn't as gross as I thought. Because no, when mean, you're in there doing it, well, first you don't of all, think about it. If it's I mean, it's, okay. So this is where sorry, this is how your food gets made. But, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, right after the the kill has been made and, you you know, you've made that incision and this is the part that everybody thinks would be gross, right? So you've made that first belly cut and now the organs are all there and we automatically think like, it's going to be gross. Well, no, I mean, it's, no. it's really, it doesn't smell like anything because it's fresh. It's clean. Right? It's clean. And, and this was, you know, you didn't, we didn't see any liver flukes, mm-hmm. everything on the inside looks super clean and healthy. There wasn't any off smells mm-hmm. and the meat, like you said super lean yeah I'm I'm excited to try it because one of my other friends was like how'd it go and I'm like I think it went really well I don't know what the weights were I didn't you know do the before and afters because I I my I can't find my gambrel my gambrel it connects to the scale that we have uh, I gotta find the one before the other I have an idea where it was but whatever um, no, I, was I think, like, listen, I I think, think it went, went really well. well too and it was you know they were they were small but that wasn't the point no um, the point was to get rid of them and have meat right so okay so that that is another question though because um, we had planned on getting the big girls processed would that be something that you would want to take on yourself you think no 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 like somebody was like somebody on my instagram account was like i didn't know you processed your own hogs and i was like yeah only the smaller ones i don't have the i don't actually have the hardware to get the 
pieces that I want out of the bigger girls. Mm. Like it was fine and well to get a little three pound ham out of this, right. but on a bigger girl, I could get a ham and some pork chops if I had the right tools and I can't use a hacksaw to cut those pieces of meat down Um, I could I could have a Boston butt and a shoulder roast and then pork chops on the front ends but instead I have two three pound big shoulder roasts that are from the first hawk up to the 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 shoulder cut okay Um, I I, I saved the tenderloin I saved the pork loins but the tenderloins were so tiny and in one instance we kind of ruined it and the other instance we saved it so I kind of packaged it up and then I have ribs and they are really meaty ribs because where we did the cuts so we're not great butchers you know we were able to break it down we have meat to feed our families I got two hams to to I have a bone in ham and a boneless ham and I both net tied them so that I can process you know you know brine them and make and smoke them and maybe have ham for December and we've got you know meat for pork fried rice we've got ribs we've got a couple of other pork shoulder roasts that I can cook for carnitas we've got at least at a one hog, we probably got ten dinners. Oh yeah, usually. and so at you know however many much a pound of pork costs, you know maybe this costs more out overall. Like if you talk about you know, but okay, so yeah, these guys feed. were born here, so we right. did not buy them, mm. and so it was just feed in and time. Yeah, maybe, but. I know where my meat's coming from, so it doesn't really matter at this point how right. much the meat per pound costs. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if we talked about this a couple of months ago, but we did that whole. We bought a quarter or an eighth of a cow. I won't yeah. do that again. I don't think I got what I wanted out of that for the pound per price cost. I got a lot of ground beef. I did not get one stinking brisket. Okay. So, and I got, and the roast that I got. $6 hamburger. And and the roast that I got were for a family like the person that I bought it from. This is a three person family. Okay. So they want two and tiny pound roasts. We have a five person family, and one of them is a gigantic teenager who eats voraciously. So, you know. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's all relative, but. Uh, but I'm happy. I'm proud. I'm yeah, super proud. Absolutely. Well, it's exhausting. Then, so then after that, we, so we, broke we down, moved the hogs. Yeah, so that so that was Saturday morning. It took like three, four hours to get two hogs, you know, broken down, skinned, skinned, whatever, donized. Mm-hmm. And so the rest of the day, I was like, oh, I can't do anything. And then so <laughs> Sunday morning, I got up first thing, or the next morning, I got up first thing. I guess it makes, whatever. It's Sunday. I, it's Sunday. And then I broke down all of the big chunks into dinner portions, which is still more scrap, whatever. So mm-hmm. we had to make a dump run because we don't want to leave that out of the house. And then, yeah, we moved the, the rest of the hogs that we have left. We moved the fence for the hogs. Mm-hmm. We covered the pool we secured the goats we what else did we do we did a lot of things that we, day. we checked off every box we and then we and then we took the kids out end. to do something fun because yeah. right so we went to lynchburg sunday night we went to the uh, liberty mountain snowflake center uh, and if you don't know about it google it we talked about it before yeah, we have it's a lot of fun it's a, just love going there it's a snowless Experience. So you, you're not going to get cold. It's open year round. And even when it's cold out, you're not going to get cold wet. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's not, it's, um, it's kind of like artificial grass turf with a silicon thing that makes everything slickery. So you can ski, yeah. you can snowboard and you can tube. And 
you and the, the three youngest and a friend went tubing, and my sore ass sat in a really warm and snuggly lobby on a fantastically cozy, gigantic armchair, and I just knit. But I have to say, and I put this on my Instagram account, this is a vegan beware place. At Corny Goat Farm. Liberty Mountain? Yeah, the lodge. Okay. Because they will be so freaking triggered. (laughs) This is an homage to one of... Fallwall's friends, who is a big hunter, so there are fantastically crazy, wonderful examples of taxidermy yeah. everywhere. It's quite lovely, it but it's a little disturbing too. Like the one room, there was like all the snarlings, the the bobcat <laughs> and the and the mountain. Uh, there's there are all these like crazy, and there's this poor mountain goat. That I know could have kicked their butts because they're crazy and they're, but it had such a, oh, face. But there was like a polar bear and a grizzly bear and a Kodiak, like all these things around there. And even as I was walking out with the children at the end of the night, I heard a college student go say, oh, this is a vegan trigger. And I was like, I about like laughed so hard I wanted to pee my pants because I said that in an, uh, my Instagram, my corny go farm, like, vegans beware, do not come here thinking this is going to be all fluffy it's it's actually cool it was cool it was very cool but uh yeah you're right uh, not not one for uh, vegans not one for the uh the non-hunters the but, peanut uh, people need not apply right yeah stay away please you know uh, we don't want you ruining it for us thank you very much exactly well listen we hope that uh, your thanksgiving holiday was as uh good and fulfilling as ours was because i feel like ours was i feel like we got the most out of this holiday weekend oh yeah are we you done know? with our thing already with our what? Up. no no i'm not done oh. with our, I, i'm wrapping up our segment oh we're, like we're talking about the done. weekend though we didn't finish sunday so okay, sunday so, was well, well, okay well we'll continue sunday okay after this quick timeout okay you're better at keeping track of time than i am i am and i'm telling you we gotta take a quick timeout i got it we're gonna do that right now 40 acres and a fool with cam edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Forty Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back here to a Forty Acres and a Fool as we recap the uh, most productive. Holly, uh, Hollywood, Hollywood, weekend, no, the most productive holiday, holiday weekend, weekend yes. that uh, weekend. we've we've had in a, quite a while, if not forever. Like that might have been the best of all time. Yeah, four days in a row of like busting our butts and getting things done, but then yeah. also having a chance and to having, relax and like you got to sleep yeah. in that one morning, and yeah. then you know, so like we all had our we had our moments of. It was just a really good cycle of active and rest, and yes. active and rest. Yes. And then, uh, so Sunday evening again, took the kids out to Liberty Mountain Snowflake Center. And then uh, after that, speaking of vegan triggers, uh, holy moly. We went to this place that was like one of the top 20 places in Virginia to get a hamburger. Yeah, it's called R.A. Bistro. R.A. in like brackets. Right, because it used to be a restaurant called Robin Alexander. And for what our server said, Robin left. And, well, no uh, longer with us, so that... That could be a couple of things. Yeah, so they, I guess, changed the name, um, but same, you know, mostly well, same well, ownership group, I guess. One of the receipts had RNA Bistro, and the other receipt uh, had Robin, Robin Alexander. Alexander yeah. So they haven't quite updated all their software. No, yet. I think it's been a fairly recent, recent change. change. But um, 
downtown Lynchburg, which I think is a really cool downtown area. Lynchburg is the largest um, metropolitan statistical area that is not connected to an interstate in the uh, United mm. States. And it's about uh, 80,000 people. used to be more of a, like a factory town, right? Yeah, factory, um, manufacturing. And there's still actually a, a good number of industries that are still there in Lynchburg, which is, again, pretty remarkable because it's not attached to a, an interstate. No, um, it's attached to a college. Now. Right. But it's a, <laughs> uh, it's a really cool little town. Uh, and Liberty University, obviously, I think is a big anchor for Lynchburg. Um, but uh, the downtown area, you know, they've, they've done a really good job in, in trying to revitalize it. A lot of good restaurants there. And uh, R.A. Bistro is, is one of them. So we go there. We'll go to the, the Depot Grill is another one that we uh, like to go to down there. And we tried to do the one. <clears throat> it was kind of fancy. You needed reservations. And Shoemakers. Shoemakers. Think, it was yeah. in an old shoe yeah. factory. It's a neat looking building. But there wasn't a lot of thought to it because we were in the. That was just right before surgery yeah, when right. I had to we'll look. To that elephant. There's an elephant right behind I know. We'll I'm just saying, like, okay. way back in the day. <laughs> This is the night before surgery. I thought, hey, let's go out to a fancy dinner. And even the. Exactly. And you can go back to the archives, by the way, and actually listen to the podcast that we did that very night. Because yep. that's how. It's like crazy September 15th. Devoted we are to this podcast. It might take us a while to get it, you know, on a weekly basis. Although I think this is going to. I think we're back on a weekly schedule now. I think we're doing okay. So. We don't. I feel better. Right. You know, move or <laughs> do something else. <laughs> That's true. Um, but we'll anyway, so sorry, uh, bistro, R. vegan triggers, yummy. Oh, but Holy vegan triggers. So the the burgers, they were like at least thirteen crazy combinations of burgers. I'm I'm, I'm visualizing the menu with yeah. four four. You know, at least that many. Yeah, and and some of the okay. So some of them there was a. Uh, um, a the, dessert burger, which well, there was, was like a, the funnel cake burger. The funnel cake. Burger. It was a cheeseburger that was made that was then dipped in funnel cake batter and flash fried and put on a bun with a raspberry uh, puree. Mm-hmm. Which, so you get the and whole powdered sugar and powdered sugar. So you get the sweet and savory. So none of us tried that. There was the America burger, which I tried. Which was like what hot dog, coleslaw, pulled pork, cheese, and a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah, how'd that work out? Okay, so, and no, mac and cheese, not, not mac just and, cheese. Mac and cheese. Mac and yeah. cheese mac instead and of cheese. cheese. Instead of cheese, sorry. So, it was good. I ate between a third and a half of my burger, and I was full. And it got messy. It got really messy. The, really the bun messy. could not it kind stand of up to that. But, you know, so here's the thing. Like, the hot dog hamburger combo worked better than I thought. The pulled pork was actually a distraction. Hmm. It was superfluous. Okay. The coleslaw was good, and the mac and cheese actually was... Because was, it worked uh, as a cheese layer. Yeah. So you didn't... So it was, it was better a, it than It was I, not a big thick... Although they used um, rotini pasta, mm-hmm. it was it was like a, a layer of rotini pasta yeah. deep of the mac and cheese. Yeah. It wasn't like a big blop of no, cheese. No, it was, it was tasty. But I mean, Seriously, like, when that thing came to the table, I was like, Whoa! my yeah. eyes went off like a Japanese anime. Like, that was a ginormous burger. So you got some sort of Italian-inspired creation. I did, and I kind of expected more of an Italian sausage flavor to the hamburger. 
hamburger, yeah, to be you're honest. You make an Italian sausage. I make an Italian sausage hamburger with you know, but but this was good. It had um, it was a burger and it had like the bruschetta topping, so like like the chopped tomatoes and basil. Mm-hmm. It had um, provolone cheese. Something else was going on. It was oh oh sautéed mushrooms. Yeah. Um, what they call it? The yeah, I can't remember. Like Italian something. It was like the, the third down from the one like list. That, Italian yeah. grinder. It was a good burger, but. I can't eat much anymore, so I actually only ate half and brought the other half home. I ate that for lunch today, oh, cold, and it was delicious. Nice. And then one of our other, one of the biggest kids got the big cheese, which was like two cheeseburger. It's like big patty cheeseburgers on like three grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, something like that. And this is the kid who, by the way, <laughs> has figured out he's lactose intolerant. And yet, but it was just milk. Just, <laughs> not just, all there. just, just says, milk. "Well, no, it's just the milk. I'll, I'll, I'll drink the lactate, and I'll be fine." No, it's not. So, just the milk, yeah, he's so. in denial, and he had a stomachache this morning. I was wondering why he felt sick, and I'm like, hmm, maybe "Dude, the probably for the same reason your father had a stomachache today this morning because that was a big." Bleeping burger hey, to try to eat. Okay, part you know of. what? Nobody wants to hear about. I'm just saying the aftermath. Nobody wants to hear about the aftermath. But what was really funny <laughs> is that nobody at our table finished their sandwich, right? Except for the cute little girlfriend of our oldest of our oldest son at the yeah. tables, like right. And she she tucked she, it away. Good for her. She polished off her fries and her burger. Yep. Good on her. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> that was fun, and it was a uh, it was. A I love great a girl with a good. No, I'm I'm not I'm di- I'm not dissing. By the way, no, I'm not either. I love the fact that when she comes here to eat, when we go out to eat, she is not. She's like I'm I'm she's not shy. She's not shy. Yeah, and girl, I hate the fact that girls are like, oh, oh I'm gonna have a cracker and I'm fine. Right? No, I ain't gonna work. No, 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 no. Eat. No, exactly. Right. I love you when you eat. This is okay. So yeah, and and, and this is actually important. You can it is. you know. If you're a um, not a millennial, share this with the millennials that you know. This this is sage advice. This is one of the things that always drove me crazy about dating. Oh, this has been a 1950s. Like, I know this has been going on forever. I know, but I'm not talking to the people who are of dating age, to the millennials and younger. Yes, um, it's like yeah, don't don't get feed into those false expectations. Like, just be yourself, yeah. including eating. How you would normally eat and what you would normally eat. I, yeah. as, as I can and tell if you, you like a cheap date, go Dutch and just eat what you want to eat and pay for it yourself. There you go. By and the call way, them, call them cheap afterwards too. Yeah, yeah. Go out on a date and he's looking <laughs> at you like you want to order the double cheeseburger. If he's looking at you funny, then say bleep funny, him, order right? a separate check, and then tell him he's cheap and he's an asshole when you're done because you eat what you want to eat. And get the cheesecake for dessert. I say too. Well, I, I would, but I can. I'm so full. I can't even finish <laughs> my dinner by the time I get to dessert. So whatever, which is good. Saves us. Uh, um, know, it's all good. Whatever. All right, we're gonna step away for a moment or two. When we come back, I think we've got a, a few emails to get to uh, and some non-elephant related emails. So Please. stick around. Yeah, we'll thanks. be back <laughs> with more Forty Acres and a Fool right after this. You're listening to Forty Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. 
The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something, and progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com slash liars. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. So uh, the mailing address, uh, if you would like to send us stuff, um, whatever stuff that might be. Corny Oak Farm, Mm -hmm. Post Office 817, Farmville, Virginia, and then I'm really fuzzy on the zip. 23901-0817. That works for us because you can't remember the post office number and I can't remember the zip code. So together, we, we are a complete wonder. address. Um, yeah, so I always am curious, uh, you know, what the uh, postal employees think because you know we get we get mail from like all around the country, which is really cool, including uh, mail from Compton, California, this week, and Brian. Yes, and I was like. Compton. <laughs> Wait, what? Brian has sent me pictures of like the horseback riders in Compton, California. Like Compton is not just it's not what Compton. you think about Compton. It's not, it's not just that. No, like that's Rappers one have slice totally of give us a totally right? bad impression of Compton. Well, when I was writing, so um, Brian, um, I didn't get to the post office today, and I obviously didn't get to it Friday, and I was busy Saturday morning. So yeah, uh, the package is going to go out tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, big bottle, bottle of hot sauce with a thank you note to thank you for the really cool uh, package with the um, homemade vanilla extract and mm-hmm. the the intriguing Szechuan sauce that had to be immediately refrigerated. So yeah, I'm going to, I don't, I don't really like, I make hot sauce and I like making hot sauce, but some of the hotter that I can't do. (laughs) So if this is too hot, Brian, I might be sending you a bottle of, of um, Carolina Reaper hot sauce (laughs) as a present. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a dare present. Uh, let's see. We also um, got a, uh, an email from Deborah, uh, who wrote a year ago about a Thanksgiving memory. This mm. was from uh, November 23rd of 2016. She said, listening to your podcast while baking a pie, sour cream apple, mm. and thought that I'd share a quick Thanksgiving memory. We always have dinner at my in-law's house, which is immaculate even at this time of year. Four of us adults were in the kitchen when my mother-in-law pulled the sweet potato casserole out of the oven and dropped it. Landed oh. upside down on the kitchen floor. I don't know who first said we'll also eat it, but we all agreed. Shoveled it back into the dish. Five-second rule could be a five-minute rule in this house. Glad it wasn't our house. This Debbie uh, blessings to your family and to Miss E's fortitude. And so this year... It would only have worked in our house if, right after, like, yeah, no. It wouldn't, not on Thanksgiving. This year, no. The dogs would have... No, the dogs would have, like, like they, they were they're up my butt every single time I'm at the stove. Yeah, exactly. It's like, they think it's like, oh, wait. So this year, Deborah actually sent us photographic evidence oh. of this. <laughs> she said, I found proof, even recorded it with a real camera and real film that had to be developed. <laughs> thought you'd like to chuckle along with our blessings. That's so. awesome. Well, right. I'm glad you were still able to eat it. Uh, oh, yeah. Minus the floor. Exactly. If the, if the, if the house is clean, it's all good. Uh, it's all blessed. It's all extra proteins anyway. It's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Robin, Southern California. 
uh, writing in, talking about elephants. So Rob, will, uh, we'll just say thank you very much. Thank Rob you. is also going through uh, some issues with having to take care of his older parents. And so, uh, Rob, just know that we're keeping you yeah. in our thoughts and our prayers totally. as well. That can't be fun. Um, you want to think about with mine. Yeah. So um, to everybody who uh, wrote about elephants and stuff, we thank you very much. We'll, we'll have updates later. But, uh, we'll talk about elephants and later. And not imaginary multicolored elephants. This is just the one big one that we're not talking about right now. But, but in the meantime, be safe. Have fun. <laughs> live a little. Learn a lot. That wasn't a good one. Hey. Oh, that was really good. Thank you. I think you woke up the die. I know Zelda's still nah, sleeping. She's still zonked. It's <laughs> the elephant. Live a little. Learn a lot. And we'll see you soon with another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks, y'all. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network.